time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Podcast 150, Level Up Your Thinking, Five Things You Need to Do. Today's discussion I took from audience comments as well as questions that were taken from my new book, Return to Radiance, and I'll focus on the five essentials that I've come up with for optimal thinking that affect our physical, emotional, as well as our spiritual health and well-being. The first I came up with is deep relaxation. Through restful sleep, and perhaps a systematic deep relaxation practice, we find one of the best ways that we can detox our brain to consolidate the memories and cultivate a clear and tranquil mind. We need to practice relaxation and also get restful sleep consistently to get the results that we need. You know, holding on to subtle tensions, they begin to accumulate and shut down the channels that support our cellular communication, and therefore our cellular health and our organ systems begin to break down. So sleep and restful, as I'm going to say, deep relaxation or systematic relaxation, but restful sleep for the people that are not practicing that is a real extra bonus and systematic relaxation comes with that as the first practice that I would say people should engage in to really uplift or level up our thinking. The next step to level up our thinking, and of course I can't get over this, I have to say this is meditation, to really attend to our mind field itself. It's a practice that when it's done systematically with a precise, skillful format, as we teach at the Meditation Center, it lets us bring our mind back to home base. So instead of being scattered outside with thoughts of the past and happenings of the future, meditation, learning to bring our mind back home, bringing it inward back to the body, can stop this energy drain. And again, bringing our mind back home into the space our body occupies will allow ourself, you know, our mind, our thinking to change because we're no longer irritated. We learn, we lose our anger or or anything, jealousy, when we feel rested and nourished. And that comes with meditation. And what I do with that also is I always have a practice of self-inquiry. I really ask the questions I don't expect an answer. I just ask the questions to my higher self, to that self, that person that dwells within myself during meditation. I see this. It's what do I really want to do? What's my purpose? And really, what am I grateful for? What can I offer gratitude? Where can I offer my gratitude? And these are living questions that create an opportunity for us to move in that space where the answers lie, and that's deep within. And meditation really allows us to move within and answer these questions. So we no longer are really wondering, what is my purpose in life? What do I need to do? Those answers will come forward because no one can give you those answers. They will come with a real 
uh, precise, bringing mindfulness into that focus, into that home space of where we dwell, those answers will come to you. And our thinking really becomes, it levels up. It comes into a place of, uh, I would have to say, joy, happiness, a feeling of completeness, of nourishment. We already have everything that we need. That's what comes from that. So my second practice or the second practice that I would suggest every day is deep meditation. The third practice is movement, mainly exercise and yoga. I believe that exercise and yoga lets us move into an alignment, namely aligning our breath with our physical body, which supports the mind and the breath moves along and aligns with the mind itself. So it's not drifting away. It's not when you're running on a treadmill or you're doing something external where your breath is not being followed and your mind is thinking about what you're going to do when you're somewhere else or what you're going to do in the evening or what you need to do at work. It's bringing and aligning the breath with the movement, which brings the mind back to home, home base. And that actually levels up our thinking because that mind body coordination is the best way, not only to improve our physical strength and endurance and stamina, but it's also the best way to integrate the mind and the body. Again, the key here is to align the breath with any movement practice or any exercise for that matter because it's only when they are aligned that we connect to our higher consciousness, which uplifts our thinking. So my third practice is movement. The fourth activity that is useful to do every day, these are, is to focus on positivity, which means nourishing and feeding healthy emotions like love, joy, compassion, empathy, and gratitude. Now that's easily said, but it's not necessarily seamless. And why? Because we need to have other practices in place if we're going to be able to practice, let's say, being kind, being positive. It's much easier to be kind when we feel good, right? When we don't have pain or suffering, sorrow, grief. It's even much easier to be positive without sorrow and grief and pain. So you want to feel good. And you'd agree with that because it's just that's the human condition. So let's move back to positive emotions. When you focus on healthy emotions, being positive, of course, you decrease inflammation in the body and brain. And when you're experiencing gratitude, that's where you're thankful for all that you have rather than what you don't have. It's impossible to feel animosity, anger, resentment, and all these emotions that bring you down at the same time. You can't have both at the same time. So that's a practice that needs to be cultivated so anytime you feel a negative emotion, they do come up, we're human beings, replace it with a positive emotion. I'm not saying repress it or bury it. I'm saying replace it. Replace it. And over time, replacing that same mental dialogue that may bring your thinking down will cease to exist. It'll just disappear because you're not feeding it anymore. So the fourth practice is to uh, practice and focus on positivity. And the fifth thing that you need to do or practice that I call it to level up your thinking is practice a certain uh, sufficient or sustainable nutrition. 
And they're the foods that are healthy for your microbiome. Because if your microbiome is happy, your brain is happy. They're the bacteria that inhabit your gut. Those that took my course, Do You Have the Guts to Be Happy, which I'll be offering again in the spring. I, I talk about it. It supports your immunity and supplies your body with the same neurotransmitters. So in the microbiome, you have the same neurotransmitters that are in your brain. They don't cross the blood-brain barrier, but they work in the gut itself to work on the functionality and the health of your human organism, your organ system in the body itself. So something not to really take for granted. Your gut is a powerful energetic hub responsible for your life. So I focus on eating healthy, organic plant, an organic plant-based diet, organic where I can, but not always the case, with maximum diversity. I don't allow and I don't follow a mono diet or a specific fad diet because there's a plethora of information on diet in my new book, Return to Radiance. And I suggest you to get that book if you'd like a systematic formula on movement, breathing, meditation, and even diet with some great recipes. And I brought it out now so that people can start rebooting themselves, you know, level up their thinking. We're coming into a whole new place of light it's a very exciting time. The pandemic is behind us. We're seeing things happen now, but we're really ready to move on into a new reality. And I'm excited to be part of that and lead a group and lead a community with the knowledge that will take us to that next level. So those are the five practices that I'd like to uh, to answer those questions and comments that came in. And they're the ones that I personally engage in every day. Let me just review them for you in case. I said deep relaxation, so or deep rest. We'll call it rest, relaxation. Some people like to say sleep, but relaxation and rest is a little bit different than sleep because you're more aware of what you're doing. Then we have, I practice deep meditation, and I use the word deep because it's not a surface practice of just soundbite knowledge. The third practice is movement, combining the breath-aligned movement. The fourth would be focusing on positivity, nourishing and feeding healthy emotions. And the fifth is nutrition. And it's nutrition to really feed my microbiome in the best way that I can. And uh, that's very, very important. So I personally engage, as I said, to level up my thinking so that I could rise above the chaotic noise that's currently suffocating the earth. If each one of us levels up our thinking, we can switch off the chaos and move into a place of divine order. We can even project our divine light out onto others so that they could move out of the chaos. Remember, wherever there's darkness, there's always light. They don't go one without the other. We just need to take our lampshade off, step into the light. And we can do this by leveling up our thinking. Remember, the lampshade is the veils that are created by negative thinking. 
and I just use that as an acronym. And so keep that in mind. And as I always say, do your research, check it out for yourself. How do you level up your thinking? I would love to hear from you to see what you do. And then I'll include it in a podcast. And then again, on our YouTube channel, where I'm going to start incorporating these questions, the comments from the community, and you can just subscribe there, tune in there, and I'll be answering them and we'll do that live. And that brings us to the end of this episode. And if you'd like to get the podcast automatically, it's available on your favorite podcast apps like iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and others. And you can also visit SusanTaylor.org and click on the subscribe button. And as I said, if you haven't done so already, please check out Return to Radiance on Amazon.com. It's a program that you can use, especially with this new year coming, to bring in new changes in a very systematic way. And it's also, I'd like to emphasize, a perfect gift for your friends, your family, and even your colleagues. Thanks to some of you who've written to me and have done that and sent it out to say as an office, as an office gift to people that you haven't gotten to really see very often. So thanks again for your support. And again, contact us at susantaylor.org if you have any questions, comments, or even feedback. We will be broadcasting all of these on our YouTube channel. And again, thank you for listening. The Susan Taylor Podcast does come out every week. And any comments, questions, please write to me. I love to get your input. And until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.